0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: We got a new state of play from Sony, and Trump hates Tencent. Weird. Also, spoiler alert, Tencent controls way more of the video game industry than you ever realized. Matt, Hello. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello. From the other side.
2: In case you're curious. Sorry. (laughs) That's cool. Doing my Adele impression. Uh, This is the Gamers 2 Podcast for, I don't know what the date is. August 7th. This is the Gamers 2 Podcast for August 7th. I can't read dates. Your <laughs> weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. I'll tell you what doesn't pique my interest. That's interesting. The majority of the news this week. I have no strong feeling towards any of it. That's been the Gamers 2 podcast for August 7th. <laughs> well, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the week. Maybe I'm just having one of those weeks where I'm just like, blah. But...
1: This week does lend itself for us to have tinfoil hat theories. It does, which are,
2: you know, that's fun. Tinfoil hat theories are fun.
1: So if everybody wants to, pause it, take five minutes, get out your tinfoil, form yourself a hat, and join us in about 45 minutes when we reach the fun times of this podcast. Yes. And then make sure you put it on, so that way... The satellites don't read your brains.
2: Tencent doesn't get your brain data.
1: Tencent is the alien which we feared in Roswell years ago. Spoiler alert. Chinese aliens? Careful. I mentioned Trump already. <laughs> Let's not make it worse. We're going to have people busting the door
2: in. Open up. This is the police. This is the sound of the police. <laughs> But anyway,
1: if you were worried about things getting banned, boy, do I have some good news for you, Matt. What's that? There's things you can play right now to avoid the existential crisis you might be suffering from. Life? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Number one of the new releases is Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. For PC and PlayStation. Getting a lot of press. That one. A lot of press. A lot of love. Yeah. Looks like it's a cute fun time. Of a lot of mini games. And trying to win. Number two. Hellbound on PC. Number three. Scully. For PC. PlayStation. Xbox. And Switch. Number four. Call of Duty Warzone Season 5. Has now started. Uh, Number five, Drink More Glurp for PC and Switch. Number six, Fast and Furious Crossroads for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Yes, the game that Matt and I shit on from the moment it was shown at the Game Awards has actually released. And spoiler, I don't think it's any better. Kind of surprised it came out at all. Like well, I Vin guess Diz, Vin Diesel. They don't got a care. Fun, He's got a fun Fast Nine somehow or Fast Ten. What are they on? I don't even know anymore. I don't know, the rumors are going to space in the next one. They just need to shut it down. I I appreciate. Here's here's my problem. I think for some. Mm. I think for. Some, I was debating if I wanted to finish the list before I do this tangent. Uh, I think for some people, Vin Diesel's one of them. Fast and Furious is a great cinematic show. They believe in the franchise. They think it tells a compelling story and that not a second of it is cheesy. Then I think there's three circles to the Venn diagram. The other circle is it's a cheesy, dumb action flick and I'm here for it. Then the third circle is no, no, none of this
2: is good. Why would you watch any of it? I fall into that last one, so you have two circles that are overlapped, and then a the third circle that's kind of yeah off, a third then... circle that's you know
1: away <laughs> away yeah <laughs> it's it's two circles overlapped, and then one just kind of down in the corner that says not feeling it and i'm i I checked out a long time ago on Fast and Furious, but there, I know there's still people that are like, it's. So, I'm like, no, no, it's not good. No. Not if good. you, I can appreciate you saying it's a cheesy, dumb action movie, because everybody likes a good, just popcorn, dumb action movie at some point. That's fine. I just know there's better options for me than Fast and Furious for that exact taste. I agree. But hey, when all the theaters are closed and you can't release your new movie, you drop a video game. Number seven, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Has made its way to the PC. Number eight. Inertial drift. For the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And number nine. Matt's highlight of this week. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Infinite combat. For PC, PlayStation, and Switch. That is a European Union release. And I only put it in here because the title was really entertaining to me. <laughs> That's an anime.
2: Is Have you on... called it
1: out before? Uh, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but is it's there... it now that you say it's an anime? I 100% agree with you. Only on the fact that it's definitely an anime title.
2: Yeah, it's on like it's one of those animes that it it's fairly well received. It's been fairly well received. So, I. It's on my list to watch.
1: I love all of you. If you hear a popping noise, give yourself two seconds. In three, two, one. All right, man. We're gonna continue.
2: <laughs> it's there. <laughs> uh, you okay. could you could just turn the volume all the way down on. I don't work. ever tell me to do that because that's okay. that's
1: like too much logic. Okay. And you you make so many good points, but they're always after I've done the stupid thing.
2: I know it's (laughs) 2020. You know hindsight's 2020. Hey ho, I get the joke because it's like a year. Oh my god, there's a pun. 2020, hindsight.
1: Yeah, wait till 2021 where hindsight's 2020. Be the whole thing. Should we
2: jinx ourselves? This is totally off topic now. Should we jinx ourselves? This podcast is off topic. And say it can't get any worse than 2020. Are we gonna do the hold my beer meme
1: for yeah, 2021? Because it's already happened. 2020 yeah. did the same thing for 2019. It's crazy. How low can you go? How uh, low? There <laughs> you go. I mean, we can predict world catastrophes
2: if we wanted to. For all I'm hoping is that the Gundam is real and it it moves. It is real. Yeah, Isn't but that the whole real, thing? real, oh, real, 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 real. Laser swords, you know. Vulcan head cannons. <laughs> uh Gundams have a pilot, right? Yeah. And just one pilot. Just one. Well depending on the series, but we have one pilot. Okay. We'll keep Ch- it simple. Chest pilot? or yes. Head pilot. Chest pilot? Chest. Chest. Do they get do they have to like climb up in or they get picked up and put in? It depends. So generally speaking, the main <laughs> the Gundam that we are discussing uh, it, it transforms somewhat. So like the center pilot section is actually like, also like, uh, like a fighter jet type thing. So like it can, it can all. Oh, <laughs> so you
1: could be in the fighter jet and then fly into the
2: chest cavity and just
1: yeah, be kind in, of, and yeah, then be there. Kind of. Okay. So this thing is fully coming to steal your girl in 2022.
2: Yeah. I just you know I'm I could a, go for the Godzilla uh, fight, a Gundam Godzilla fight would be kind of cool. I'm gonna mouth this to you because I
1: don't want to say it out loud. But <laughs> 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry for podcast listeners that that one's got to get censored. Uh yeah, the I like the idea that along it's the one I pitched to you downstairs, but along with this Gundam thing, there is an underwater base where they are building Mechagodzilla off the shores of Japan somewhere. Hmm. using that uh, nuclear factory that went wrong in Korea. The spill-off from that is fueling Godzilla. And we are going to get Gundam v. Godzilla. And the only reason they're building the Gundam is because they know Godzilla exists now.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's... Mecha Godzilla could be North a North Korean thing, you know what I mean? I, like, Honestly. <laughs> I could see them doing that. I would Oh, that would be great. And you know, Japan's we will now like... send Mecha
1: Godzilla as our ambassador to the U.S. Yeah. What?
2: <laughs>
1: We'd love it. Uh it's their version of Rodman. <laughs> they would have it painted up like him, Mecha Godzilla with all the
2: sweet tattoos wow. and crazy hair. That that thought was interesting. Mecha Rodman or Mecha <laughs> Mecha Godzilla Rodman edition. <laughs>
1: Now, with a new DLC for sweet face tattoos. <laughs> uh, so, there's a video game podcast in here somewhere. Somewhere.
2: I mean, we could probably turn it into one at this point.
1: Sure. Let's turn it into one. Let's start with the news. Do you, do you want I'll to do get it. screwed or do you I'll, want I'll get screwed. It's
2: been a while. Oh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so, you want evens or odds? Yeah, I'll, I'll take evens. evens. Oh, Jesus. He likes the sound of his own voice. That's I do
1: like the sound of my own voice, and I also usually have
2: less flubs than you, so I'm going to give you... Oh, wow. Shots fired. He's like, he's like I'm great. You also suck. I mean, I wasn't going to say it so directly. <laughs> the PlayStation advantage. Here's here's
1: the part where now he needs to prove me wrong in every story I'm he has. Like, Uber enunciate everything. <laughs>
2: yeah. The, well, I almost, that was yeah. kind of inadvertent because I almost flopped right there and I was like, I, 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 heard, I heard you
1: start to slow down
2: in PlayStation Advantage and I was like, "Oh, don't do it right away. <laughs> self-correct, self-correct. Uh, the PlayStation Advantage is still going strong over at Square Enix. Uh, Sony and Square have announced that Spider-Man will be joining Earth's Mightiest Heroes in the Marvel's Avengers game. The catch is that Spider-Man is exclusive to the PS4. Uh, so
1: I'm going to dive into this for a minute. Dive in. I still can't get that sour meat taste out of my mouth. And that's going to sound so weird to people that don't know a frame of reference, but it's still there. Anyway, I forgot
2: to take a shower yesterday. So
1: that explains a a lot. (laughs) No, um, man, the things we do before this podcast, no wonder we record so late. We get distracted watching dating shows and (laughs) the (laughs) Spider-Man problem. (laughs) Uh, as it so pertains to this this game specifically. Because Spider-Man has shown up in Marvel... I think it's Ultimate Alliance. Or Ultimate Alliance 3 or whatever. The latest one that was on the Switch. He's there. Spider-Man's also in Marvel Strike Force on your phone. And he's in other games. But two of his specifically most successful games... I guess his specifically most successful game and his new upcoming game are the Crystal Dynamics Spider-Man from last year on PS4 and the new upcoming Spider-Man of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. So this has everybody into a... It started... the It lit the internet on fire for a bit with people screaming about anti-consumer, which... It's a different concept. We'll get to it in a minute. But anti-consumer because not only did you... You didn't lock costumes away, which you did, but that's we that was confirmed later that, yeah, there's cosmetics and stuff like that that are going to be exclusive to, I think, cosmetics and I think uh, missions and some other stuff that don't truly affect... Like, not truly affect, that are... Not as big of a deal to have exclusive missions or cosmetics to a console as to, say, an entire character that is beloved by the MCU fans and comic book fans locked to a specific console. Including taken away from PC as well. So because he's on there, he's not on PC. He's not on Xbox. He's not on anything else this comes out to. And it's not timed either. He's just not there. Some of the other cosmetic stuff, I think there are rumors that some of that is timed for you know a year of exclusivity type of thing. But Spider-Man himself is just never going to show up on the other consoles. So if you were a Xbox owner and a Spider-Man fan, well, first off, you got screwed last year with the Spider-Man game. You got screwed coming up with Miles Morales. And then you got screwed in the meantime By them taking away your opportunity to have the entire MCU at your disposal and said, except for one thing. And then they took that cookie away from you and gave it to the kid next door. So I can understand the outrage to an extent. But the idea that it's anti-consumer is weird as just a concept. We've discussed, I'm pretty sure the words anti and pro consumer have showed up on this podcast before, specifically speaking of Microsoft the last few times when we've discussed their new strategy going forward with Game Pass and smart delivery and all these things that are, I I guess if we're going to say the two concepts exist, Pro consumer because they do, they take care of their fans that have been with them from 360 to one going forward and they give you the best bang for your buck type situations, stuff like that. This is anti consumer but pro capitalism, which, not that we're going to discuss governmental systems, but a company, Sony, is not here to make you feel good. They are there to make money. And people are going to say, vote with your wallet and yada, yada. Yes, that's what you should do. I agree with you. If you don't like this, don't buy the game. Unfortunately, you might be the vocal minority. You might be loud, but you might be the minority that's just going to blindly go, don't care. And the majority, as we always see, especially when it comes to like new Call of Duties and everything else, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. It gets posted everywhere hate to tell you that community is not even a 10th of what the world is and so it will still just be hey that's the avengers game bye but the idea they are there to make money so almost by definition everything they do to make money is anti-consumer now yes did they hurt your feelings by taking away your character sure I just don't I don't I don't like the wording of anti consumer. Anti fans might be more correct, but it's not Sony's IP, so that should be looked at more at Marvel. Which which is a
2: it's a fine line to split. And also allows us our first opportunity to put on our tinfoil hats. Ah, that's
1: true. Tinfoil so, hat
2: theory time. I, while you were you were uh, going through your spiel there, I read about the rights of Spider-Man video games. Earlier, we were discussing it. Marvel does own the rights to Spider-Man video games. Right,
1: because Sony owns the movie rights. Yes. Yeah, which is what I was... I think I said I was 95% sure because I was like, hey, yes. I'm, I'm almost positive that is the case, but I'm not.
2: So, quick, long story short situation here. Marvel gave Sony the option of making a Marvel video game. They just happened to choose Spider-Man, Insomniac. Yes, did. because when Marvel came out, uh,
1: not came out, but like when they signed that, I guess it was Disney more specifically because Disney dished out a couple things everywhere to, mm-hmm. uh, like the the Star Wars one went to EA, and they were they were starting to make up. Video game IPs again, and then the Marvel one comes out, and they kind of s- stretched their wings and gave them to. I don't. Did they give it to Sony or did they give it to Crystal or Square specifically?
2: Um, I'm talking. This is just backstory at this point, so I'm yeah. talking about. But I don't uh, know if they Ma- gave it to Spider- s- the Spider-Man video game. Yeah, specifically. I don't remember if they gave it to they Square and then Sony. Sony had the deal, or if it was Sony, Sony had the deal. And Insomniac made the game. Insomniac chose Spider-Man. I keep saying Crystal Dynamics. Insomniac, my bad. Sony got the the offer. Crystal's making the new one. Yeah, exactly. Insomniac chose Spider-Man, which is where the basis for that... Like, that's the groundwork. Right. Essentially. Which is why everybody starts thinking that Spider-Man is a PlayStation exclusive. Mm -hmm. And that PlayStation owns the rights. Exactly. Which laid the groundwork for the PS5, Miles Morales, and whatnot, and then we get to this situation where we'll put on our tinfoil hats because if you all remember, we spoke about Spider-Man movies for a little bit. There was the gaff going on with Marvel making the Spider-Man sequels for Sony and all that good stuff. Yeah, because they
1: had a bunch of back and forth where in case anybody doesn't remember the first five Spider-Man movies and how bad they were being Tobey Maguire and Andrew Gertrude. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Yep. Then Marvel wants to kind of ring it in and bring Spider-Man into their giant 13 movie or whatever, 10-year MCU plan. Mm-hmm. So then there was the back and forth of who's going to own it, who's going to make it, blah, 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 blah. So they made their nice little, you know, tolerable deal, agreed handshake. Yeah. You guys can do what you want. But then after the success, I would say. Of, was it Homecoming? there was a specifically a dispute after i think the second movie of mm. uh, the second spider-man specific movie where then it was your our handshake has now ended how do we want to go back and forth and sony's like well we're going to take it back now because now it's really good yeah and this is post sony making venom and so then there was like the well we want to do a spider-man and venom thing and Marvel's like well but there we have them written two different mm-hmm. category blah, blah blah and then Sort of, I, there was all that infighting of yeah. how they wanted to do things. So, the tinfoil hat theory is
2: the tinfoil hat theory is that it. We were discussing earlier that it seems kind of strange from the marble the marble perspective for them to allow basically Spider Man to be exclusive to PS4 for the Avengers, the New Avengers game,
1: when they have up until I would say this moment been all about inclusivity. And keeping everybody together and doing this whole big group yeah. Avengers idea.
2: Yep. Uh, so we theorize that there was a back backdoor deal of sorts where Sony is like, "Hey, let us have exclusive Spider-Man for Avengers." And maybe we'll work out a movie deal to where you guys can keep making the Spider-Man movies for us. That's the tinfoil hat theory. Yeah, you, I don't if you want us, to elaborate on that? You give us
1: Spider-Man that we think might be able to offset the cost of us loaning you the license for the movie, and we'll just kind
2: of continue down this path. Mm-hmm. Which very well might be true. Could be. Could be true. And honestly, that's a fair deal. On both for both parties, I think it it makes sense business wise. Marvel get to keep their
1: air quotes new Iron Man, mm-hmm. based on how things kind of line up. Uh they get spoilers. to keep spoilers. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been long enough. Millions have seen it. I'm not waiting my time anymore. Then they get to keep that, and they get to keep because I'm sure. You know, Tom Holland's probably involved with all of this of like who who am I going to? Who do I,
3: who I call
1: in mommy and daddy? Well, because if he if maybe if Sony takes it over, they just don't have him anymore, and then that's it's true. like that's really weird. Then, you know, if if he if Spider Man went back to Sony, how does that work with the MCU going forward and all these things? So yeah, it would make sense for them to come to some type of Even if it's silent agreement of, hey, we'll do this thing. You let us do this thing. All right. Sounds good. We'll talk when it happens again. There it is. But tinfoil hats, man. Yeah. You can say anything with a tinfoil hat on. That's true. Which is why I love them. (laughs) No one reads your minds. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Is that all we got for that?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it'll definitely drive – if people – if you're a person that owns both consoles, I think it definitely drives you to buy on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I, I think I think the, the potentially missed thing and I also think the potentially terrible thing that could come out of this is that Sony gets Spider-Man. But Microsoft gets so-and-so. And then gets PC the Hulk. gets so and so, right? Yeah, but like some, you know, something along those lines, where all of a sudden now there's three exclusives, and you're like, I, I, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, <laughs> which not good either. Also, would be really weird because what if I, what if it's Xbox but it's Play Anywhere? If I buy it on PC, does that mean I get both characters? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Or if it's big brain right now. If it's play anywhere, if I play it on the Xbox, I lose my PC character, but if I play it on the PC I lose my Xbox character, I'm so confused. Luckily that is currently not the case. You only have to worry about not playing as Spider Man. We'll see. I'm still not horribly convinced by this game. Nah, I'll wait. I'll wait for reviews. Like the, the pre registration beta is this weekend.
2: Open is next weekend, and the weekend after. I think based on like what i've seen of the game even if it's i just don't care about this is going to be like heresy i think i just not don't care
1: hey tell ya not heresy on this podcast
2: i just don't care about the mcu like that much
1: so I, like i like
2: and when i say i guess when i say mcu i mean like marvel and and the superhero thing going on there like my problem is i'm a, i'm a dc fan yeah and we've
1: just been given the shaft so I just kind of live with it at this point. Yep. So but not the show shaft.
2: Yeah, the <laughs> different person. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh the game would have to be like it would have to be like a straight up home run, knock it out of the park. Yeah, like
1: it couldn't there it, it would have to be a no beats missed ten out of ten from every, and I would be like, I am a hundred percent in. As of right now, I'm I think I said it was it last week or the last war table where I was like, I'm I'm curious. It's tempting the ideas and thought processes of having that. Uh, trying to get back to that first Destiny experience for us, where we just hop in on PC together and jam out to let's just be superheroes and blow up some stuff. Mm-hmm. Sounds like conceptually fun, but if it's not done well in practice, I I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And wanting it to. Be uh, not something more, but good. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know what I define good at. I it, it needs to be better than good. I because I'm not invested like I am. If this was a DC situation, I would probably be more about it. Hmm. But I would even then the way that the game's still presented, even if you swap it with heroes, I'm still just like I. Hmm. I'd be more inclined if it was DC, just because it's my fandom but I would still be so hesitant from what I've seen of like, I, I'm not sure you're going to launch complete. Yeah. And it's going to be one of those, because we already know it's a games of service, but I'm wondering if the launch is going to get so borked. Not Anthem borked, but like, the post-Christmas update, the December 26th update, will be the big like, woo! Because this this is this, this title and the characters and the whole thing set itself up well for massive Christmas sales. Yeah, which I think is kind of the point. You're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get your big MCU movie this year. Yes, Black Widow and all the rumors that are going around about that, about dropping it on Disney Plus for $30 and that Mm -hmm. whole thing. But you're not going to get the theater experience and all this other stuff. And you still have kids that love MCU and blah, blah, blah. The Christmas... Day will be probably filled with a lot of this. Some cyberpunks, obviously, and other games that are going to happen, but this is your current front runner for comic book kid game. See what goes down. And the patch that might happen, you know, right around then or January that cleans up a lot of what you're going to hear about the first month or two of just people complaining. That, oh, this is boring, or this doesn't do anything, or all these things. I'm just worried it's not going to be complete at launch. Which we already know, it's by games and service, it's not going to be complete, but I don't mean as a games and service idea. Like playable. I mean playable with actual, like a complete game with service elements. Mm -hmm. Not half a game that we're working to complete over the next year.
2: Yeah. I... I don't really have that fear. I think they will launch complete just based on like how the games, how they've been billing the game, like as what it is. Like, I think they will be, I think the campaign side of it will be complete. So like in that sense, it will be, um, I guess, I mean, I mean,
1: story-wise, sure. That might be true, but I, (sighs) these betas are going to be a lot, a very eye opening thing. I think. for for us as outside looking in and for people that might be excited about it. Some people might be like, "Woo, it's what I wanted. Other people, and I've kind of heard it somewhat from people that played the, uh, the open, or the pre-registration beta today, where they're like, "It." a lot of it feels samey. Like some of the heroes do feel different, but you're like, I'm walking down one hall. We knew that was going to be a thing. right, right. right. We know that's going to be a thing, but you have the people that are, they went too high with their expectations. Believing believing the marketing yeah. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Which are just like, oh my God. And it's like, uh-huh. we will always preach on this podcast. Keep your expectations low, people. Because yeah. then you're always surprised. Yeah. If That's... you keep them high, you're nothing but disappointed. Or just have no expectations. But if you have to have them, keep them low. It's what I tell women. <laughs> When you're looking at me, just keep low expectations. There ain't much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Why do I go to self deprecating Bolton? Number two, the shakeup at Ubisoft continues. One of Ubisoft's most influential executives, Tommy Francois, has been fired after an investigation into allegations of sexual harassment made against him, reports Business Insider. Francois was formerly Ubisoft's Vice President of Editorial and Creative Services, a role that gave him oversight over the development of many of the studio's largest franchises. With a name like Tommy Francois, he sounds like the dirty porn villain in some weird open world game.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, if you read what the allegations were, you're not far off.
1: Uh, I believe the allegations, as you told me before, were that he was describing how he masturbated to employees,
2: something like that. Like he was describing that was the last part of it because it oh, was that's like the last part. Of yeah, it. there was a whole list of stuff, and that was the last one It just caught my eye because you know he's just it's very who strange. Does that? Yeah, describing you know how he masturbated the previous night or whatever. God, the that's case just may so.
1: Be. I mean, disgusting is the easy word to go for, but it's also just.
2: Weird. <laughs> you? Like who does that? I don't know. I mean I don't know. I'm
1: I'm self indulged, but I ain't about to do that. I'm so I'm gonna walk around and be like, hey, you wanna know what I did last night? Cried alone eating a bowl of ice cream. Like that's probably
2: what I did. I'm not gonna, yeah, you know. On an objective level, I'm very fascinated with what's happening in Ubisoft because I, I generally like the idea of their games. Yep. And they're having a huge shakeup that's like fundamentally changing how the company's run and who's running the company. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of the uh, the top, the the creative, yeah, it's you like know, directors and whatever are like, nope, see ya. Yep, it's the people who literally run the company out the door. Yeah, and it's like
1: I'm so curious to see what happens. Design wise and storytelling wise, like what game? All, what games are are made? Yeah, and when we get to Ubisoft, who's going to be
2: that guy that acts as Skull and Bones? Who's well, going to be that guy? More girl.
1: When we get further into more Ubisoft stories, and I make another joke about a game that's never going to exist, and they made a TV show first, you wait because I have more questions than I have answers. But on the the Ubisoft thing, is he? Do we know if he was the one or if it was somebody else that? Because it says. You know, vice president lead blah blah. Mm -hmm. That was uh, against the idea of women leading roles in games. Do you know if it was him?
2: I I'm not sure. I thought about looking it up, but then I was just like, "It's bad enough." I mean, either way, like I think they're all gone at this point. So, and if not, you're about to be. So, yeah, clearly they're 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 not messing around. So that outside firm, man, doing work, doing work. Shall we move on? Yeah, I, I
1: it, as much as it's like I don't want to talk about that because it you know it deserves coverage to call out people that are bullshit and mm-hmm. have I'm sure have affected more people than I want to think have they have affected, and it's you know disgraceful and disgusting and blah blah blah. It's just like I I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. Don't give them the time of day. I heard... Never mind. I was going to make some joke. I was going to say I heard THQ's hiring, and I was like, oh, they exist again. Never mind. (laughs) Sega. Can't say that. Yeah, no, Sega still exists. Yeah. They pump
2: out those uh, $30 all-in-one consoles every Christmas. (laughs) Uh, Microsoft will launch its game streaming service known as Project xCloud. Actually, I think it's just xCloud now. On September 15th, I like, exclusively I like the idea they never stopped calling it project x cloud yeah, but fuck it why not you know it's project scorpio uh they're launching september 15th exclusively on android devices ios devices are missing out on x cloud even though microsoft did some testing on that platform do you want to know why probably not but i'm gonna tell you anyways the short version of the situation is that apple's app store guidelines don't allow cloud services because apple can't verify that every game Able to be played meets their guidelines. A little Uh, music actually going on over there. Apologies for my phone. Caught you. Uh, (laughs) Microsoft is placing blame for lack of iOS support solely on Apple. And in this case, it seems justified. That's also why you don't see Stadia on iOS devices. Stadia. Stadia. I mean, I guess in that sense, they're being somewhat fair. But then I thought about this a little bit, briefly. Oh, I'm curious. Well, no, it's nothing exciting. It's just like I don't understand that argument because, like, is Apple – Wait, you don't understand the argument from Apple's perspective? Yes. Okay. Because does Apple go through and verify every single thing in Netflix and Hulu? And, and not to mention, like, all right, so what about all the live TV apps? So, like, Hulu and YouTube, they have live TV. The, is Apple going through and watching all the TV programming and be like, "This is okay. This meets our guidelines. This meets our guidelines. Get the Big Apple stamp out. That's a good one." You know what I mean? Like, there is a. <sighs> there's a lot to be said about. I'm of Apple's two minds. Bullshit. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm of two minds on it. That, but at the same time, I get it. They're a private company. They well, not really private. They're publicly traded. You know what I mean. They're, uh, they're a company.
1: A, they're they're a closed off, fart smelling, which is a South Park reference. Uh, fart smelling up their own ass, mm-hmm. like company. Yeah, I can't remember. There's a specific type of. Do you have, is, did Microsoft's quote make it in here? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. There's a them. there's a specific thing that like Microsoft calls them. It, it, I don't think it's closed off. Maybe it is closed off. It is. It's like it's, it's, it's something it's along it's a the play lines, on that, on that. Yeah, idea. of them being closed off to
2: this outside like world type of thing. It's just yeah. I mean, generally things Apple does doesn't doesn't piss me off as much as most people. This is one True. of those things that. That does piss me off about, about that because it's just – this,
1: this is one where now between the two of us, the joke has always been you're the Apple fanboy. I hate them and we always have that fun time. Yeah. But it's always specifically specifically usually regarding phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now if we go to store policy, the Android store is full of garbage.
2: I know. There's no happy media in there. You have, you have Google Play Store, which is just so much shit chaos and then you have
1: the apple store which Which is is, according to them curated and i say that with air quotes because bullshit is the first thing that comes to mind Mm -hmm. uh going back to your your guideline question and they're like well we need to have this and blah 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 and microsoft's like these games are all rated by the esrb and all these other things like that's it's not a discussion you don't have to rate the game it's not a discussion if you have to approve the games or not Mm. they're already all approved and available and you know, going back to the Stadia thing and then going to shows like all those shows are also rated. So it's like, well, I don't know what, if you're drawing the line because you just want to piss off Microsoft. Well, congrats. You did it No, but now you've also pissed off iPad, iPhone, all those users that were like, cool. I can just hook up my Xbox sometime. and play. No, you can't. I mean, this is clearly a play. Like it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a play that I don't think is going to work though. It's yeah. bluffing. It's bluffing with a two, seven offsuit. It's and the play though. The, worst card in poker.
2: <laughs> the play here though is like, alright, so they just had an antitrust lawsuit, or I don't know, about about this generally this type of thing and their guidelines with apps and all that good stuff. And I don't remember the outcome of the lawsuit. I don't even know if there has been an outcome uh, yet. I think they lost, but there might not have been an outcome either. But they this is them hedging trying to hedge their bet here because they don't want Stadia or xCloud on the App Store because it's Apple and what's Apple... What market is Apple trying to break into right now?
1: Right, but they also have their own... They have their own subscription service for that except they're all homebrewed games. They're not... Exactly, but that's... They're not pulling in...
2: But this is where... They're not pulling in the big titles that these would allow you to be. mm -hmm. But this is with them essentially being... You know, like Apple
1: Arcade is never going to become what xCloud is trying to be. It's just not going to happen. They disagree. They can disagree all they want. They're wrong. And I appreciate their time. (laughs) (laughs) The other... So this goes to... There's more things like with that antitrust thing and blah, blah, blah. Apparently, Amazon and Apple had a secret backdoor handshake to lower that 30% cut for Amazon... Mm-hmm. to make their like deal work. Yeah. Air quotes. Cool. So mm-hmm. which bullshit line do you want to spout now that everybody must follow your guidelines or that they don't? Also, fun fact, uh, Fall Guys, brand new game. Brand new. August 4th just came out. Curated App Store claimed. Whole reason we don't want these games on there, blah, blah, blah. There is already that was put up before this podcast, a knockoff fake version of fall guys on the iOS app store. Are you curating or not? That's illegal. (gasps) So I, it's, it's selective bullshit, which is just always funny to me when a company is like everybody, everybody must obey our guidelines except you little one except you don't worry we got you everybody we don't want you're massive stay away from me <laughs> leave the kids alone you are way too big i don't want you in this playground
2: hey you're not china
1: get out yeah you don't give me enough money <laughs> american companies how dare you <laughs> uh, i don't know what's going <laughs> on in here anymore oh tim cook what have you done he still ceo yeah for He's, sure, did he take over the? He's black turtleneck um, in jean
2: pressers. He, I think he is a jeans dude. He's definitely black I turtleneck. I think that's just rule
1: of CEOs. You have to wear the their equivalent of a Master Chief outfit when you do press conferences. I like that. And whenever he dies, the next guy will just get fitted for his black turtleneck sweater and jeans and white Adidas. <laughs> if they don't need glasses they will wear fake ones
2: i mean i think they i think they're cloning tim uh, not tim cook i think they're cloning jobs. steve jobs that's my i mean it's apple they have so much money if anyone can figure out how to clone him the only thing big. they
1: never told you is that they reanimated his corpse that's been him the entire time he's no a robot. they reanimated he's, he's a robot. died already he's no, a robot steve now.
2: jobs died already they reanimated him you know for the second you know the second time for his for apple's little comeback there oh yeah well, we all know tinfoil hat theory. Bill Gates killed Steve Jobs years
1: ago and stole his all his ideas. Mm-hmm. Then Apple's like, we need our founder, and they yeah. went and dug up his body. Yeah, <laughs> Filled it with cats. Oh, yeah. it's You know it's cats all in a giant trench coat. It's the only way to do it. Yep. Exactly. How else do you get into the movie theaters? Wake underneath? up, sheeple. <laughs> I'm going to destroy this email server real quick. <laughs> That has all my incriminating evidence about cats in a giant Tim Cook outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we must build the wall around the cats. They will take over. No, you don't have to build a wall around the cats. You just got to put a box down. No, not, you don't even have to put a box down. You can put tape on the floor and they'll sit in it. Oh.
3: Have
1: you ever seen that one?
2: Or you just.
3: Just uh, get
1: like painter's tape and put a rectangle on the floor <laughs> and they will just walk over and sit in
2: it. I wish I had a cat to like test all these theories. I always see like, remember when the cucumber thing was going around for a while? Oh yeah, scaring cats with cucumbers. It's
1: not how you think they do it. Number four. (laughs) With the imminent launch of X-Cloud. I I, I wish they came out with a better name with it. I get it because it's X and it's Cloud and it's like, you know. X gonna give it to you. I, I wish they was like,
2: I don't know. Yo, let's hear it, Nate.
1: What do you I don't, got for I don't, us? More I think about it, I don't know what I want them to call it, but it's.
2: I feel like X Cloud is perfect because like it's it's exactly perfect, but it's at the same time I just, it's not. Do you really want them coming up with another name? We have the Xbox, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series X. Their naming is leaves a, a little bit to be desired, so I'll take xCloud. The
1: worst part mm-hmm. is when you're in the retail store and you're like, hey, can you hand me that Xbox Series Xbox? <laughs>
2: <laughs> take Which... the Xbox Series Xbox out of the Xbox Series the
1: Xbox, X-box box box. and put it in the
2: Xbox <laughs> case next to the Xbox Series
1: 1 Xbox boxes. <laughs> retail pain. <laughs> All around me are familiar faces. (laughs) Oh, boy. With the imminent launch of xCloud, there's been a slew of controllers released that target cell phones. Let's cover a few real quick. Uh, Real quick, I'm going to jump in before I even read these next two. I'm pretty sure you can pair your DualShock and your Bluetooth (laughs) Xbox controllers to your phone, which is even funnier.
2: They're cheaper. (laughs) Shh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> which is even fun- which is even funnier because iPhone touted for a while that their Bluetooth capability allowed you to pair specifically DualShock Four
2: and Microsoft Xbox controllers to your iPhone. Hey, you know that the PS4 controller, the DualShock, is going to be compatible with XCloud. Yeah, that's not horribly surprising. Opens like.
1: It's funny that they've declared it. Yeah, like, yeah. That Microsoft has been like, yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. When before, you have to run like an almost an emulation program on your computer to l- switch it over.
2: Yep. Or if you don't want to do that if easy you don't wanna, route. Yeah, if you don't want to do the easy route with existing things you probably and you own. just want to throw
1: money at a problem. Which is what we do here. <laughs> Hence our $200 new mics
2: with ones we already... I the Gaming
1: it. Peripheral Maker Power.
2: These were an improvement, first uh, Yeah, for, yeah, these were a giant improvement. You wait till we replace that honking thing. They oh, gotta, phew. you gotta pull cables out of and create poppy noises. In the You, middle you of the wait morning. till
1: we. I'm gonna. I think it's like 6:41. I'm gonna cut that out. But the, you, you wait till we replace that. When we replace that, guess I'm ordering two. One's going over there, just getting plugged straight into my computer. I'm ordering a second IKEA desk so I can have a big L because I'm insane. It needs help all around me are for gaming peripheral maker Power A never heard of them Matt. I don't think I have I honestly don't think I've heard of Power A
2: Really? Yeah I think um I've heard I think you I've... just never read their name before hmm. cuz most uh I will I will continue reading
1: Gaming Peripheral Maker, I'm going to start this for the seventh time, Power A, has debuted a couple controllers. The first is the MOGA, I know that name, XP5-X, a 6999 wireless controller that will launch in September that resembles an Xbox 360 controller. It includes a phone clip, and the controller itself has a 3,000 mA per power reserve that can be used to charge your phone. My entire tablet just reloaded, and I don't have a document anymore. <laughs>
2: Got him. Um, there it is. <laughs> Remember that conversation
1: about me buying something new? <laughs> Next is the Moga XP7X Plus, and with its 2,000 milliampere battery, it can charge your device via Q charging, key charging. QI charging. I think it's uh, I think the I think you're supposed to pronounce it key maybe. Probably key. That's how I mean that's how I would I would assume it's key and not qu- Why? Uh this controller spreads apart so your phone can be held in the center. Oh, it's one of the like you put your switch. Like s- switch yeah, Joy Con on each side type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh it's funny that the you didn't put a price in for the second one. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's it has price. it's just funny because it's it's a split one. But it's the XP seven with a smaller battery. Mm-hmm. I assume the the uh, key charging is probably the wireless charging. Yep. It, which
3: it'll charge also, your which phone also wirelessly, means, which
1: also means your phone has to support wireless charging. I think it might be eighty dollars. That would probably make sense, to seventy and eighty, or yeah. seventy and ninety. Yeah. Um, but your phone also has to support wireless charging for that feature to matter. Yep. I don't. It depends on the game, I think, for the idea of putting it in the. The middle for me to care between the two.
2: I like I the idea. If, I of I guess the, if I
1: really needed a phone charger at the same time, but I don't. Yeah,
2: I mean that's the the part that I like the idea of is the fact that they have a, a bigger battery in them, so that like you can charge your phone. Like if you're it has real, a smaller battery in it. Well, like I, that they have a battery at all. I guess.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah it's uh,
1: it's <laughs> it's funny because it's a smaller battery, but it can be charged wirelessly. Where the other one includes a larger battery that can be used to charge your phone. Mm-hmm. Why would you wire. not buy the cheaper one?
2: Oh, it's just like a wireless wired thing or style of controller. Or just buy the cheaper one, it's got a bigger battery. Well, if you like that, read the next section. <laughs> Speaking of peripheral companies, Razer
1: has made a variant of its shape shifting Nintendo Switch esque Kishi controller that's ready for xCloud that'll set you back $100. This new version has the same design as the standard Kishi, but has a dedicated Xbox button near the directional pad. It's worth noting that Razer's standard Kishi without Xbox branding costs $80, so $20 less than the officially licensed one. Razer confirmed the standard model will also work with xCloud. So you don't need to spend $100 unless you want the yeah, button. You can, so you can spend fun. the extra $20 if you want the Xbox button. Listen, man, I need to get to my sweet Xbox menu real fast. Press the button. $20. Saves me a lifetime of clicks. I have to go through two menus. What? What am I? A peasant? You in your cheap controller with no Xbox <laughs> button. You know, there's some guy at PAX next year, or if there is one, PAX a couple years when this is a thing, and he's like, oh, <laughs> you don't have the Xbox button? Look at this. Boom. Friends list. Uh, I'm not adding you. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I, I hate every second of your existence. Please get away from me. Uh... I'm I'm just still curious to see how well XCloud does. Like same.
3: same. I still
1: I still love Rainway. I've mm-hmm. talked about Rainway all the time. Not as much as I should recently, but Rainway has started dropping apps on almost every app store. Mm-hmm. And the thing with Rainway though is you run the Rainway server client, air quotes, on your PC. It de- it picks up all the games you have installed, and then you can connect back to your PC, and play those games. Mm-hmm. Where XCloud and Stadia and those things differ is you're connecting to their servers, and streaming the games from them, from a library of readily things, not just like what you currently have installed and this other stuff. They're
2: so what's like the- Rainway is allowing you to like remote play. Mm-hmm. Front to your PC. Does Rainway work outside of your network? Yeah. How? What's, it's a latency... I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, Shit, it does. Shit? Or is it okay? Is I it... haven't tested it. I've only tested it in my network. Mm-hmm. Is it, It's okay in, the ne- in your network, though. Yeah. I
1: think you saw me play Stardew on it that one time when I had it up on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, pretty, yeah, I remember. That's yeah. pretty all right. I mean, it's Stardew, so it's not like a Twitch shooter, mm-hmm. but it was still pretty close to... Yeah. It was closer than Stadio was, mm-hmm. but I was all you know. I was within my own network too. I haven't tra- I debated trying it the next time I I travel mm-hmm. and just seeing what I can get away with. Um, but that'll be who? <laughs> who knows when that'll be? Yeah, you know, travel COVID. COVID. But uh, yeah. So I mean, that if 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 you're somebody that's
2: like you who. Has talked about, like, I want to... Speaking of COVID, I heard a great name for people who don't like to wear masks. COVIDians. Hmm. Does this sound great? It sounds like a cult. It's so good.
1: For some reason, I thought Corinthians. <laughs> Which, they're the same Bible people. That, you know what? It might be close. But, my, but there's an overlap. Uh, the... Thing for, like, Rainway for you, though, mm-hmm. because you've talked before about, you know, I want to play it on a bigger screen or we're going to play something or whatever. So you've, like, physically moved your PC into the other room yeah, to play in the living room where Rainway could alleviate that for you and not have to do that. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm just saying, like, it, in situations like that or for, like, me here, if we wanted to play something downstairs, mm-hmm. say everybody's over and we all want to play Fall and- Guys, we all want to play... In my Uh,
2: stupidity, I have a Steam Link that could do that. Yeah, and I, (laughs) I don't
1: use. I what I was thinking about with Rainway, I have one too. It's in the drawer.
2: What I was thinking about Rainway though is that that would be nice to play on my phone. Rainway
1: Rainway picks up not just Steam, where Mm -hmm. like Steam Link just pulls your Steam. Rainway has pulled my Epic games, other games. It pulled Magic when it when I before I installed it in Epic, so I could have played Magic from.
2: Yeah, like, I'm thinking Rainway would be a a good solution if, like, you know, I want to keep playing the game, but Samantha's like, you know, come to bed with me. I could play in bed. Yeah,
1: because you can play it on your phone. That's that's how I've done it. The other thing would be, and it would be weird, but say I set up Rainway here, Mm -hmm. and you wanted to hit and play something from my computer. Yeah. Okay. You could do it. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, you know, it's an interesting thing. I think Rainway needs more love than it gets. Probably. But it's not... It, you have to own the games and everything like that, which is where xCloud and these other things... Because xCloud is with the game Pass, so you would just be streaming stuff like that. I'm just curious to see if it has this... If it has anywhere near the... Pro- and it, it probably will have near the problems, but that I experienced with Stadia. Because I'm going to give it a shot. I want to try it.
2: Stadia. But Stadia had so much lag, I couldn't do it. I think... Uh, I mean, I I have no justification for this, but I have more faith in... Microsoft then figuring Google, out xCloud, Cloud, then. Well, I I agree, uh, only because they're they're both tech giants.
1: Mm-hmm. But when it comes to specifically the gaming aspect of things, Microsoft's been around and been doing it.
2: Yeah, and Google's like we see the future, we're going to try to jump. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a little and different. They like Microsoft's dynamic scaling that they do uh-huh. for on like PC with like Forza and like their yeah is kind of a. I think it's underrated, how well it works.
1: And I think there was inklings of what xCloud can do in Mixer before it died. Mm -hmm. Mixer had the FTL, the faster than light protocol that we've discussed before, of super low latency. Mm -hmm. Almost the equivalent. Like if you were watching somebody and they were using FTL, it would be the equivalent almost if you were sitting in the room watching over their shoulder. No five second delay or whatever it is in some other places. Then they also had, like, you could stream in really weird aspect ratios. Mm -hmm. So you could pull up, like, an emulator of an old game and send that weird resolution and aspect ratio to Mixer, and it would figure it out and then still display so it made sense. Yeah. So if it's already doing, if it was doing that there, there's a lot of the technology that existed there that you could see also working very well for xcloud of going from phones to having to do all these other things and handle mm-hmm. stuff like that. I I'm in, I want to try it when it comes out just because I want to try it and I'm always curious to try yeah. new technology but yeah for we'll sure see, I still don't have a uh app, a use application for it. I don't either cuz like I mean, I mean if it's really good and I don't have to install anything anymore I'll make a thin client yeah pc and just carry that around like oh we're going to the hotel in boston I'm going to pick up my nuck and play Xbox games on it. Yeah. Hook it up to the TV on the bike rack because the
2: fucking HDMI cable doesn't work. <laughs> Dude, I gotta bring over my, my PC sometime. You guys see how small it is. Okay. It's fucking ridiculous. It's hey, man. Small PCs. Next, but, ta-
1: next time we gotta play uh, Super Hot.
2: Good point. Which leads into this story, actually, because we gotta have a discussion. Um, Logitech. Is announcing its first new racing wheel in five years, the G Nine Twenty Three for the PlayStation Four, Xbox, and PC. The G Nine Twenty Three succeeds the G Twenty Nine and the G Nine Twenty. These fucking names, bro. Wait, and, wait, 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 wait. The so, new one is the G Nine Twenty Three. The old one is the G G Twenty Nine and the G Nine Twenty. So the G, the pair just. Just know, once for PS, once for PlayStation, once for Xbox, and now they're combining it into a single wheel. Okay, so all you need to know about that is that the G923, yes, it's is the, the new, new one. one. Yes,
1: don't conf- Don't walk into the store and ask anybody else about the other ones.
2: Yep, <laughs> it'll be available in August for three hundred, four hundred dollars. Ooh, not a. Uh, the G923 looks very similar to the old ones, which I'm not going to say their names. <laughs> it features. <laughs> But it features an all-new force feedback system the company is calling True Force Um, Haptic? The system is designed to provide more realistic feedback to the wheel thanks to integration with the game's physics and audio engines. Uh, The wheel can then take those inputs, such as the level of noise coming from the car's engine or the surface the wheels are traveling over and translate them into vibrations that can be felt through the wheel. Uh, Logitech says grid, a set of Corsa... And Gran Turismo Sport will have su- support for the system immediately, while iRacing, F1 2020, and Dirt Rally 2.0 plan to add the feature in September. Didn't mention the three games I'm actually concerned about. Uh, Project Cars. and no. I mean, add four. Uh, Forza.
1: Project Cars 3, Forza, Forza Horizon, Forza 7, and the new Gran Turismo. I'm, I bet all they the, will. All the upcoming games. It's, it's like, classic.
2: iRacing is great. F1 2020 makes sense. It's classic uh, Logitech, so they have a SDK pack that needs... In... Right, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure it will work, but it's just like, mm-hmm. you've told me everything that I assumed it would work for. Yeah. I want to hear the latest and greatest of the reason why when I go buy my PS5, I also pick up the $400 racing controller, and then I stare at Gran Turismo until my eyes bleed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then well, when this I go, rekindled when I go, my... When I go really hard into that corner in my you know wheels go off into the dirt and it's just <laughs> this seeing this article and then you know uh, a couple weeks ago playing the vr with uh, on project cars i was like yeah we we should do this we should do, i should get a wheel we should check it out see what it's all about wheel in a racing seat
1: and then we take the racing seat and put it in an actual car yeah
2: i mean that would be ideal and that, then that an actually be- race take it to a track naturally yeah do it legally, yeah we're not, we're not none of those illegal fools, yeah we'll go to the uh we're not no fucking fast twenty two we'll go to the or whatever movie they're on I, fast fast 10. who knows seventy
1: eight uh I was gonna say we'd go to the airport and go to the hangar track not listen that. not that hangar track, not that airport, but the i was i was going for the
2: top gear hangar track reference, mm-hmm. but I couldn't think of the actual name of the damn course. I was really hoping they turn the base into a, sh- a drag strip, but, you know. Turn Oneida into a drag strip. That's what I'm saying. Like Nobody flies in any, there except any for entire, entire f- airport would be a fantastic drag strip. Nobody trip. flies
1: into Oneida except for either private people or, like, government needing a landing spot.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they end up going to fucking to the base anyways because the runway's longer. Oh, listen, they drive over there. Though. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Regional issues. Oh yeah,
1: Re- regional problems. So, and or they just go to drum, mm-hmm. like uh, and then drive good. down. <laughs> Number six, Take Two has updated their position on next gen game prices during an earnings call this week. CEO Strauss Zelnick, which if you're looking for a bad guy in a video game, Strauss, that's a Bond villain. Strauss Zelnick uh, said, quote, "We're definitely announcing pricing on a title by title basis." I would just observe there hasn't been a frontline price increase for a very long time, although costs have increased
2: significantly. End quote. A little backpedal there.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a smart backpedal mm-hmm.
2: of hey, you know. No. I mean they, they came out with a price, then Ubisoft and a couple others said, Oh, we're we're staying. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, ah fuck, let's backpedal. And either Which way is the right choice. It in it's
1: the backpedal is only the back pedal of the wording, not like NBA didn't all of a sudden become sixty dollars. It's still no. seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, which I think would have been the better case, like backpedal and drop your price. And I get the just you know the we think it's worth seventy dollars. That's fine. That we've discussed this topic. We beat it at ad, ad nauseum. But Take Two owns Rockstar, or you know publishes Rockstar. Rockstar can get away with charging hundred dollars if they wanted to. Because yeah, Rockstar's I mean, games, GTA Five, if. Is still
2: massive. So I feel like we might have talked about this with Red Dead, but if they if if Red Dead was seventy dollars, eighty dollars, I would have bought it. I still would have, I yeah. would have bought it and not thought about it. I would have been like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, you know, like.
1: And then for how long we how long we played it, and still every time we, mm, I go still back think to about. Thinking, I was thinking
2: about it yesterday. I watched a freaking video of Arthur.
1: I I saw some his face was over the top of the Drake meme. The, you know, no, yes, meme. And the moment I saw that I was just like, (laughs) mangoes. I got a
4: plan,
1: Arthur. I just need some money. I got really close to Jack Nicholson's Joker. A man dressed as a bat gets all of my press.
2: Anyway, sorry. All right, Doom Eternal. Ooh, uh, it's getting DLC, campaign DLC. Doom is eternal. The Ancient Gods, part one, is the first of at least two campaign DLCs. Uh, The Ancient Gods picks up after the end of the main story in a time where, due to the Slayer's actions, the armies of heaven and hell have fallen out of balance. The demons have flooded in to overtake the weakened angelic realm, so the slayers been called in to clean up the mess. So the slayers go into heaven to fight off the army of hell. I don't know. I mean, you played right? the game, right? Well, no. I'm, I'm. How's it end? Uh you kill the Khan and stop the armies invading, the armies of hell invading Earth. I thought you were going to say kill the Khan and stop the armies from invading Japan. I was like, oh, what game are we talking different, about? Different Khan. <laughs>
1: Goddamn Mongolians. <laughs> uh, I mean, speaking, I just don't understand. Of Ghost of, I, I got to go to Tsushima Khan thing later, but when we get to what we've been playing. the it. I mean, based on what you said, it sounds like yeah They're, but I they don't called understand.
2: in the doom slayer so that they went to what, what did you, what could you have done in the game though to where you would have weakened the angelic realm no no weakened it's not specifically
1: that it's that after his actions they have fallen out of balance
2: so doesn't necessarily mean It doesn't say you weakened the angelic realm yeah but like I'm assuming the doom the slayer is killing demons yeah. so if anything wouldn't he be weakening the demon side he might be but it's out, of, b- it's out of balance. So is he gonna kill the uh, angels and shit? Because that'd be dope. Well,
1: that'd be interesting. That'd be a really weird spin. I doubt it. I, I'm pretty. I mean, it says you're going up there to kill up, demons, clean yeah. up demons. I my guess is that it was. This is too you, complicated. The way they say out of balance.
2: I there's was, a twist. I, I would
1: assume there's a twist of some sort, or that because of how many. Demons you killed and the actions that happened. Something went, like heaven went to invade hell, and then got pushed back. And now hell has shown up on the angels' gate. And now it's this weird double fight where mm. every person that fell from every person that fell from heaven in the battle was raised in hell to go back and fight. So they almost like swapped army sizes. Almost, I mean, and the Doomslayer is the only one that can go do the final kill. I mean, we're talking he about takes doom. the wooden stake and stabs it through the vampire's
2: heart. We're talking about Doomslayer, so ideally, he's killing everyone. If in a perfect world, Doomslayer cares none and kills all. Yeah, so maybe that's what he'll do. I, I like that. I'm going to believe in that.
1: <laughs> I'm going to believe in that, Doomslayer. Doomslayer 2020.
2: Uh, Number
1: um, eight. Right, yeah, let's move on. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying, this pandemic keeps going. The flood might show up. Doomslayer might show up. BJ Blazkowicz might get bored. The whole thing. Sounds great to me. Number eight, the Mass Effect trilogy remastered has been leaked through Game UK. The game is also available for pre-order from the retailer, although no official announcement has been made yet.
2: Just in case you're, you know, sick of hearing more Mass Effect trilogy. Listen, until Walmart Canada leaks it, don't worry about it. They'll have it first. They always do. (laughs) Uh, Rock has tweeted an image of a Suicide Squad crosshair on the back of Superman's head with the date August 22nd. So yeah, that's a thing. I'm intrigued. Uh, I mean... I, and by, we'll intri- see.
1: by intrigued, I mean quite literally that. Where I'm just like...
2: Okay. We'll see. We'll see where they take it. Uh, I have a uh, sour taste right now. Not a meat sour taste, but... Okay. I got a, meat a sour, sour taste. Taste my mouth from, like, the whole Suicide Squad movie thing.
1: Right. Which is why, when they say Suicide Squad, I'm just hoping that Margot Robbie, Will Smith, and Jared Leto aren't involved. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Love Margot Robbie. Love Will Smith. Could take it or leave it with (laughs) Could take it or leave it with Leto. And his Joker can leave. Uh, But... The possibilities for what they're implying and what you're potentially going to be playing like in the game are intriguing enough where I'm. And I enjoy Rocksteady's Last Batman games. It's just like, yeah, I'm a superhero. I punch things. Yay, it's fun time. Mm-hmm. Let's see.
2: Yeah. All I right.
1: want to see more. And I will in two weeks. Unfortunately, two weeks should be after we record the second podcast. So. Number 10, Sony held the State of Play Showcase on Thursday, and here is everything they revealed and or told you more about. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, had an in-depth trailer that highlighted gameplay. It looked good. I mean, It it's did. Still, it's, to get an actual, truly new Crash and not a remaster mm-hmm. and still have it, you know, it still looks great and everything like that, cool. I'm sure Crash people are pumped. I am like whatever on Crash. I don't,
2: I don't have a horse to race. I'm, I, I'm weird so it's kind of my Crash. I'm gonna be quick on this. My Crash uh, history is kind of interesting because like it's all Crash I, Team Racing. I started off as a PlayStation kid. Okay. Um. So like I played all the Crash games and like I have fond memories of playing all the Crash games. No interest in the new one for some reason, which is kind of weird to me. No interest in the remaster either. No. Yeah. Which is weird because I I played a lot of fucking Crash. Yeah, so I don't know what I don't know what what happened there. There was a disconnect there somewhere. Is my brain? Yeah. So I I was a Nintendo to
1: Xbox kid. So I I had no Crash, but I still have no
2: Crash. So mm. Sega Genesis mm. and I also have no Spyro. I played Spyro too, and I'm not interested I'm in Spyro. More, I'm more in, uh, intrigued by like a new Banjo Kazooie than I. You am. know what I would love. A new cool I borders. Call it oh. cool borders, cool borders. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. I th- I say we go back to what we were talking about before and go get Wave Race, or Wave Runner,
2: or War Thunder. No Thunder War Thunder. No Thunder, Thunder. Wave Wave Thunder? Wave Thunder Thunder. The arcade cabinet. Yeah, yeah. What's the Where fuck is it about? called? Uh,
1: the I next thing they I mean. showed was the entire Hitman trilogy will gain PSVR support, including Hitman Three. Which we saw a trailer of in VR, and apparently in they well, I, should add- say, I guess
2: first person is a better way to put that.
1: Oh, I mean it's VR perspective. It's the VR perspective, which will put you first person in Hitman's shoes to actually Bro, perform gonna, assassinations
2: in first person. We're gonna have a VR night when this comes out where we play. You can play Super Hot, you know, you get out and get get your berries off. We can play some Hitman, choke some people out. I don't know why you have such a problem with me and my obsession with Super Hot VR because it's so
1: unbelievably good. But yeah, no, we can do that. Okay. Which one Maybe of us buying racing with? steering? Wheel. I say, which one of us buying the steering wheel?
2: I'll get the steering wheel. <laughs> you, you show up, you're like, I got the
1: helmet, I got the PC. Can you get the car, this the seat out of the back? <laughs> I brought the car on the trailer. We gotta roll that off. It's Got everything inside it. That's that would be so cool. It's like a front clip of the car. Yeah, you just show up with a beater and a, like we gotta lift it off, throw it in the side, the second stall in the garage, and then just sit in there all night playing games. I'm sorry, you said that was a bad idea? Bullshit. (laughs) Uh, The next thing that they showed was Braid is getting an anniversary edition with redrawn art and a developer commentary. God, you remember Braid? No. Oh, well, it was a game. Uh, Spelunky 2 had a release. That's all. I mean, I think it was critically acclaimed
2: when it came out, but it never... I mean, it looked very interesting. I remember the name. It never
1: struck a chord with me.
2: Yeah, I remember the name, but it didn't do anything for me, so... Yeah. Spelunky 2 had a release date
1: trailer, and it'll be out on September 15th. I also wasn't a huge Spelunky fan, but hey, if you were, cool. Control is getting its second expansion called Awe, focused on Alan Wake. That'll be out on August 27th. I'm intrigued, but once again, that's it. I never... Did you play Alan Wake? Uh, Not uh, American Nightmare, but the first one, yes. I didn't play it. It's... Control very much has Alan Wake in it. like Same universe, obviously. I don't know if that's true. It might be. I don't I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Alan Wake, you're a writer that is like locked away in a cabin that's writing and it turns out you're in your own head like having to fight off shadow demons and things. Mm-hmm. Where control is actual alternate dimension shit. So, it it's possible, but I don't know if they're actually in the same universe or if you're just going to
2: go to the Alan Wake dimension.
1: Either the Alan Wake dimension or you're going to find out that the the Federal Bureau of Control has files regarding the Alan Wake phenomenon stories and stuff like that. And then you have to go through and solve the fact that he's hiding in a closet somewhere in the motel. Okay. Control, man. You got to use a motel to travel places. Then Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, is going to hit PlayStation VR on the 25th of August. And Matt says it looks dope. It does look
2: dope. That'd be another VR party uh, thing.
1: I believe uh, I've called out the first two, maybe three episodes of this uh, over the last year. I believe they were Oculus specific, though. So now it's coming to PSVR. Cool. Aeon Must Die was announced with a the trailer. There's drama around that one. Yeah, there's some drama between them and their
2: publisher, develop the, like the developers.
1: Yeah, it was the developers and I think the publisher came out and were like, we are trying to get a full report before we like, yeah. do yeah, anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll
2: wait on that one. I'm sure we'll hear more.
1: Yep. Uh, every time... <laughs> Aeon Must Die, what's the first thing I thought of? What's that movie? Aeon uh, Flux. No. Movie ending in Must Die. Uh, Teen romance stupid movie. Yeah, Someone Must Sim- Die. Yeah, similar Shawn, to I Know Shane. E- Shane. Son? I wanted to say like Zach Taylor. <laughs> Not the the president. Someone must die. Yeah, somebody must die. It's it's akin to like, I know what you did last summer in terms of dumb. Uh, Hood, colon, Outlaws and Legends was announced with the trailer. It's a PvPVE heist game. So player versus player versus environment heist game. It it looks, the concept looks intriguing, Mm -hmm. but I just, I don't know if it's the... It seems out of... Time. It, it, it seems like it's too late. Yeah. Uh, like Hunt Showdown is PvP, but done differently. I don't know. I'm intrigued to see if it takes... I'm intrigued. Hey, you get the idea of this podcast? I'm intrigued about things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the idea of where it could go. I just don't know that it'll ever get off the ground to get there.
2: Yeah. Might be... Uh... Dead on Arrival? That was the saying I was thinking of. That's a
1: song by... Never mind. Uh the pedestrian is coming to PS4 on January 2021. If you're familiar with Reddit, you've seen this game for the last 5 years. Cuz it constantly shows up in like game dev and blah blah blah. Always shows up. It's like a what is it? A puzzle-solving game where you're a stick figure having to move things around and then you yeah. you end up switching environments and backdrops and stuff like that. It lo- the Concept looks kind of cool. I'm just curious to see how long it has versus something where, um, what was that puzzle game with The Witness? Yeah, where there was
2: so many puzzles in that game. I, you know, is this a five hour puzzle game? This is like a, this is very much a Reddit game to me to where like I see it on Reddit and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Mm -hmm. But then like if it comes to me actually playing it, I'm like, yeah, I can't imagine.
1: Like, yeah, well, it's,
2: and I, it's not that it's a bad game like I just can't picture myself enjoying yeah it seems it. like it'll, it would be one where it's like
1: I'll watch a playthrough of it and be like alright cool I enjoyed that but it's yeah. like at the same time I'm just like I don't know if I really want to it still looks cool there's also that one it's not in this list but it's a Reddit favorite The I can't remember the name of the game but it's a perspective game where you can grab an object and then pull it out and drop it and then like walk into it because mm-hmm. it's all about like your distance to things and blah blah yeah. Anyway, uh, we saw more of Bug Snacks, which should be out during the holidays of 2020. Kind of bug and kind of snacks. Bug Snacks. I'm over that song, by the way. I think we all are. Only that part of it, I'm a fan of, and that, that's the only part of it I was a fan of from the beginning. Because like that entirely makes sense. I wish they did like Hitman like that. Bug Snacks, kind of assassin, kind of a man. Ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I realized hit didn't work. Shit. Never mind. Uh, the next game we saw was Anno Mutation M. Mutation M? Bro, I don't Mutationem? know. Mutation M? Is coming to PS4 December 2020. The Pathless from the creators of Abzu is coming soon. And we saw the PS5 version during the showcase. We saw gameplay. I'm going to have to start moving. We saw gameplay for Genshin Impact. And it looks like some whack-ass Japanese shit. (laughs) Dude, I wasn't going to describe that game, first off. That's what he described it as. Meanwhile, I have in the title, uh, Is It Wrong to Pick Up a a Boyfriend in a Dungeon? And we're like, yeah, this is some whack-ass Japanese shit. Oh, boy. Uh, also, Auto Chess from the creators of the original Auto Chess mod that sparked the Auto Chess explosion of Auto Chess in 2019 is coming to Auto Chess PS4. There's uh, there's a lot of Auto Chess in there, Matt. Don't know why I wrote it so many times. Uh, Auto Chess is I that specific one that they're bringing to PS4. I've played on my phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Auto Chess. It's what you expect. It's just not tied to like Dota has a version. Hearthstone kind of has a version. League of Legends has a version. So there's no, like, brand recognition. It's its own thing. Yeah. But uh, it still fills all the concepts of everything that you would expect from one. Because it's the first one. Uh, Temtem, the Pokemon-style game that was a hit on Steam, is coming to PS5 in 2021. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got an in-depth... I think it's still in early access. We got an in-depth look at Godfall, specifically the different weapon classes, or at least two, in which we saw dual-wielding and long-swords. Sounds right. I'm telling you people, it's God mode. It
2: looks like it is. It's God
1: mode mixed with two-human. Yeah. 2 human you know i own that game do you know how much Too human comes up on this podcast matt because too much. as far <laughs> as i as far as i'm concerned we're the only two people that played it yeah i i i've s- never met anybody else that's played it i've seen it i actually i've seen it i came around whose shelf in like their 360 games i saw two human and i was like it's probably my house you probably didn't no, know in- it wasn't your house well, why would i see your 360 games
2: that's the one of the only games oh. that I have like sitting with my entertainment shit because I like I looked for like two or three years to find a copy. Was that it game. in your storage? Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe when we cleaned out your storage that day I saw it or something. Maybe, but yeah, too human, man. Too human. What a game! What oh no, game. I know who it was. It wasn't you? Okay, somebody else. I haven't spoken to him in years though.
2: Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Activision Blizzard seems to have fallen into some more bad press. Uh, hundreds. What? <laughs> what? Would have thought? Hundreds of employees at Blizzard Entertainment are using the company's Slack network. network I can't. Like I like cotton to organize a list of workplace requests, including fair pay and increased sick time. Uh, the company the com- not the company the employees. Wow, wow! The employees have been sharing salary details in a spreadsheet across the company which reportedly shows that some staff are paid less than $40,000 per year. This is less than half the median household income of Irvine, California. Is it Irvine? 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 I don't fucking know. All like right. the chef? I'm not a I'm oh. not a geographical Nazi. Um <laughs>
1: I don't know that pronunciation. Makes you a geographical Nazi, grammar Nazi more correct.
2: And for that, I want you to be correct about what Nazi you're calling me, Matthew. <laughs> Listen, I don't know every town and village and hamlet in this fair land. Um, you never heard
1: of Moosh Saskatchewan? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, a, that's a
1: who's line joke from the 90s. Oh my God. Or, so, or at you least watch too much. Like, I watch a lot of,
2: lot of YouTube. Uh Former Activision Blizzard employees have told Bloomberg, Bloomberg that see, that's what I'm talking about. He starts fucking just, up later like, later. I'm tired. I it's, just it's been a long one. It's been a long one. It's been a long. It's a long life. You know, it just needs to be over with. We uh, can end it now. <laughs> Where was that Pod- podcast? Just stops. <laughs> for, former Activision Blizzard employees have told Bloomberg that they've seen their pay as much as double when leaving for a similar position at another company. Uh, news of the Demands follows Activision Blizzard's most recent financial results, where the company reported revenues of $1.92 billion, up from $1.4 billion last year. Blizzard specifically saw a 20% year-on-year increase in revenues to $461 million hairs. Am I surprised... No. Thank you. Uh, that being, I want to be fair to Blizzard and Activision Blizzard. I'm sure they're not the only ones with oh, this not problem. Even, no,
1: not even close. It's just the latest person to get caught. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the... So going to the, end, the idea of anti-consumer. How about anti-employee? Yeah. We yeah. make shit ton of money. We screw you over. It's a fun mm-hmm. time for all of us. Uh... It's always something that we've fought, I I think, either personally or on here. Mm-hmm. I think I, – I mean, I assume – Like, we've had specific conversations in previous jobs where we're like, oh, you guys happen to run the number one department in the store. Piss off.
2: I'm Weird. assume like, as I get older and get more life experience and talk to people who have other experiences – I like I like the way this is going. He's wholesome so far. I feel like it's a battle that a lot of people have experienced, mainly because most people are, are employed by larger corporations. So yes,
1: I I agree with that statement because it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean that's so obviously I'll, So, I'll stop with the obvious statement, I guess.
2: Yeah. I mean yeah. that's it's a blanket statement and like clearly there is probably a good amount of exceptions to that rule as well. Right. So,
1: I think the other problem it, it I don't know. It is a semi-human problem. You you suffer at the bottom and heaven forbid you make it to the top. Well, now that you make it to the top, if you're the typical greedy human that we all are, you want more money because you've been screwed over for so long that it just yeah it keeps cycle. going. It's a cycle that never stops. If you happen to make it to the top, you're like, well, now it's my turn. But you never think of the little people that helped you get there.
2: Hmm. Greed. I I kind of like I'm kind of fascinated by it in in a sense because like I want like. It's hard to fathom being in that position and making that choice. The the uh, the, the top level. The position. top level. But I'm assuming there is there is something there that once you get there and you getting that money or whatever that power like yeah, it's called, it corrupts. It's you. called
1: the first paycheck where you go, There's more zeros on there than I thought there were gonna be. And I can get even more zeros? Let's do how many this. people do I have to unemploy? them. <laughs> Give me that money.
3: I'm I'll, I'll, do this whole, I'll
1: do this whole thing by myself. I'll sell this company before I'm done. Give me the money. You're going to offer me $3 billion for this company? Who gives a shit at this point? It's worth 10 I don't care. Three billion's a lot of money. Fuck off. <laughs> See you guys later. I'm out. <laughs> Closing this place down. I'm going to my Tahitian island and sell mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's always entertaining to... Uh, Specifically looking at this situation, they're in Irvine, California. Mm-hmm. We're in podunk, middle of nowhere, New York. Yeah. Our expected salaries for jobs are quite different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because cost of living is quite different. Yeah. My job probably pays 40000 more minimum if I go there. But yeah. I also pay out my ass probably in living expenses versus what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those where it's like I like the number you get. I'm going to ignore everything else that you have to spend that on. Yeah. <laughs> Which has happened where I had some LinkedIn recruiter at one point message me for a job in New York City. He's like you want to make up between 120 140,000. I was like well between that's 130,000, but we'll ignore your your math <laughs> in capability. You just say around 130. Uh but I was like ah oh, no. One, because I'm not moving to New York City. Because it's New York City. Yeah. But two... Okay, so even if
2: I made 140000 right? You'd be able to afford like... A 500 square foot apartment. <laughs> you could get like a... No car. Three bedroom apartment with two other roommates.
1: <laughs> yeah, with, with two other roommates that the rent was still $5,000 a month. If if I was lucky. Yeah. That's not even saying that I try to like live in New Jersey and commute in constantly and... Everything else that goes completely, no way. No, I'm, oh, I'm good. (laughs) Do I want more money? Always. Do I blame them for wanting more money? Never. Who doesn't want more money? That's the Mm -hmm. whole reason we do everything in this life. And if you tell me wrong, then you're Gandhi. But, you know, whatever. Okay. There it is. You should deserve nukes in civilization. Number 12. (laughs) I don't know if you saw my uh, final note that I put in here, but it's going to be fun. I did which is also why I decided to take this story because I wasn't going to blindside you with that in case you didn't realize. No, I saw it. I saw it. It It's good. Number 12. U.S. President Donald Trump has signed an executive order that would prohibit transactions between Americans and Tencent taking effect on September 20th, 2020. As reported by Forbes, this order comes into effect simultaneously with a similar order to ban Americans from transacting with TikTok owner... Byte Dance, and the wording in the order specifies that the goal of the Tencent order is to target uh, the app, I think it's an app, WeChat.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Though the wording specifies transactions, quote, related to WeChat, end quote, it is possible that this order could impact a number of games and companies that Tencent either owns or holds stakes in, potentially including fully-owned subsidiary Riot Games, or companies that own stakes of varying sizes in, such as Epic Games, which I think is at 40%, Activision Blizzard, which is undisclosed, and at 5% of Ubisoft. So, yeah. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Um, Tinfoil
1: hat time. There were rumors. I don't know if you saw it. This is before this article came out. This was when the first comment was made about banning TikTok. Yeah. And not even say like. We're going to ban TikTok, not talking about ByteDance, but Mm -hmm. specifically TikTok. And there was a rumor, I don't remember what site had it, uh, that Microsoft was looking at potentially buying TikTok. Mm -hmm. And ByteDance would walk away completely. Microsoft would absorb all of it and make it US-owned. And I was like, if Microsoft does that, well, who gives a shit if Game Pass doesn't make money?
2: So that's um, going by all the news outlets I've heard talking about it. That's like a thing like so today i heard on uh npr of course that as microsoft is in acquisitions acquisition talks to take to buy tiktok and they also did a brief rundown of what wechat is it's kind of interesting because india banned wechat in its latest round of which 40 or 60 some odd apps that they kicked out of their country which I I kind of get it because because of, I mean how China is and how ingrained WeChat is in China, it's almost like an ecosystem in itself. So like, it's it is a chat app obviously, but you can also like buy things inside it. Yeah, apparently you can transfer money. You uh, can like it's like a whole like it's it
1: can do multiple. Yeah, apparently because in reading some comments on it, there's something called like WeChat Pay, mm-hmm. which I assume is. Imagine PayPal having a texting system and then also existing as the money transfer. Yep. So that they, the I guess the theory then would be, potentially you could still use WeChat,
2: you just can't use WeChat Pay. Yeah. You can use... Or maybe um, they
1: just kick the whole thing out. Like,
2: I don't know. Why well, I'm assuming they just do the whole thing just because like, it's I, it all would ingrained. Be the, it would yeah. be the easiest part for them to just say no to the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Like you can buy plane tickets inside the app. Like also oh, there... It's like... It's it, a lot. Yeah. It does. It's a... It's crazy. That's a that's a one stop marketplace.
1: Basically. I'm gonna buy my cocaine and then a plane ticket. Yeah, I and guess um whatever
2: else I can get over here. It's like the most popular like uh Japan is something similar, but I can't remember what it's called. But it's like it's not so much not so much the market side of it, but like the chat system where it's like kind of the, the universal communication app. Ah, okay, okay. Um
1: I mean WhatsApp is used by Yeah. A lot of the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Europe uses it a ton. Mm-hmm. Which I always found interesting. Yeah. I don't know anybody that uses WhatsApp here. I don't either. I use WhatsApp to talk to like a couple people,
2: but even then, I don't Who use it Who owns much. WhatsApp, isn't it? Like, Facebook. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like there's not, you don't, there's really no benefit to using it. That I can imagine. No, I mean,
1: the benefit before was that it was encrypted and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then you have to remember that it's Facebook. And once mm-hmm. Facebook bought WhatsApp, you're like, well, there's your back door, Who gives a shit anymore? Yeah. Same reason I don't have Instagram. Facebook. One, one because I don't take pictures. Two, Facebook owns it. Well, mm-hmm. sorry. The reason this podcast doesn't have one. But as I alluded to at the top of the show. No one Matt, wants to see our faces anyways. Well, that's 100% true. There's a reason we don't do video podcasts either. We're going to use the, we're ugly excuse, not we're lazy. The. It's
2: both. Really. Really, it's both. But. Well, I I know it's both, but we're going to acknowledge one, not the other. Okay. Yeah, I got hit in the face with like a tire when I was a small child or something. I
1: beat him with a shovel every time he shows up. Just to make sure. Just to make sure we don't ever reach the threshold where we are semi-attractive.
2: Basically. We have. (laughs) We have a glass uh, container over here that we smash, and it's got a bottle of acid in it. If we really need to get crazy. Yeah. Throw it on our faces.
1: We record in a room full of mirrors just to remember how ugly we do look. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I alluded to at the top of the show, it's kind of not scary, but some people don't realize how much Tencent has... Or is a part of. Or has influence over in some way. So other than the ones I've already mentioned. Such as, you know, Riot, Epic, Activision Blizzard, Ubisoft. Which here's are some other f- shit. Fucking huge on their own. Yeah, which are massive. I mean, Riot, they're 100% owned. And that's League, League of Legends and Valorant. Activision Blizzard, well, there's Hearthstone, WoW, Diablo, blah, 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 blah. Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. Uh Epic, well, there's Fortnite, and the Epic Game Store, and Ubisoft. It's only 5%, but it's, still, enough. it's, enough, it's enough to make me put you on the list. <laughs> Here's some other shit that Tencent has taken. Snapchat. Spotify. Universal Music. Warner Music. So, three giant music labels. And the biggest competitor to Instagram... Yeah, probably. Like, not counting, I guess, TikTok. But, spoiler alert, Mm -hmm. ByteDance is the competitor to Tencent, so that's why they don't own it. (laughs) Uh, Tinfoil hat theory from Matt. So go ahead, put those back on your head. Riot is taking a week off starting August 10th, announced two days prior to this breaking.
2: Yeah, my tinfoil hat kind of was ruined by the last last part of this story, but... We'll get it, there.
1: It was a little bit. But Riot, who knows? Maybe they're having more internal
2: problems. Yeah, they have because a they fucking also, laundry list of issues. Riot
1: also made some weird deal with some, I don't even remember now, Middle Eastern country about uh, a League of Legends like pro team. But the country like is horribly against uh, LGBTQ+, mm-hmm. and all that. And people are like, what the hell are you doing? And then they retracted the offer and canceled the whole thing or whatever. But it was like, uh, fuck, we're f- caught. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, here's another one. They own Super. Or they have uh stake in Supercell. Supercell is the developer behind Clash of Clans, Boom Beach, Clash Royale, and Brawl Stars. Open any app store. They're usually in the top 10. Almost all of them. And if not, top 20. Hmm. Uh, Blue Hole. They have a stake in that. And that has PUBG. Uh, Reddit. Kind of massive. <laughs> Reddit. That one. The best part is when people went on Reddit to complain about Tencent. In the, the, the like Hearthstone stuff. Like when we were up in arms with. And still are. Because it's mm-hmm. bullshit. But the amount of uh, stuff for the you know Free Hong Kong. And then people are like on Reddit going like, Man, can you believe this? like you do realize that you're on a ten cent subsidiary complaining about ten and then doing the whole like well speak with your wallet and don't go there? And it's like, wait, but you're on here complaining about Yep. Then they get deleted. And Discord. Stake in that, which we use. Uh, and then Huya, which is basically I have it as like Chinese Twitch. There's a story about these two. Yes, there is, which I also wrote in.
2: Oh, uh-huh. yeah, look at that. Oh, you got gotcha. me for one. I got you.
1: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I win, I win. Uh, so, it is... Uh, Huya focuses more on gaming and official eSports broadcast. Doesn't have the same, um, like, just chatting and music and the other stuff that Twitch now has. But it is pretty large. And then there's uh, Doyu. Apparently, also a streaming service that Tencent was going to merge with Huya. So they were going to take Duya and (laughs) Huya and merge them into one (laughs) Huda. (laughs) (laughs) So they were going to merge them into one entity under their umbrella so they weren't two separate entities. And the idea of making them one single entity would value them at 10 billion dollars with more than 300 million users. Holy fuck. And that's, I, I don't mean value 10 cents. I mean value that single entity at over $10 billion. Sometimes
2: I just like, sometimes I get hit with these numbers and it makes me realize how big of a market like China and like that area is. Cause I'm sure it's other markets like India and stuff as well probably cross yeah. over. I mean, all of like Southeast Asia. India, yeah
1: like that whole career is probably you know it's the oh it's the how big that is to be over 10 billion dollars in value and 300 million users when i haven't heard of either of these because the arguably for a long time and probably still is but i'm not positive cuz i don't follow the scene as much the biggest league of legends player in terms of skill faker was streaming i think they had exclusive deals korea might have had exclusive things with uh azubu or azubu whatever the another streaming service and couldn't come to twitch but now he does stream on twitch mm-hmm. because twitch is not as prevalent over there and while a combined 10 billion and 300 million or 300 million users explains why mm-hmm. and i i when i looked up that story i was like holy shit that's massive yeah it's insane then they have stake in Grinding Gear Games, which is responsible for Path of Exile. Then they have stake in Frontier Developments, which is responsible for Planet Zoo, Jurassic World Evolution, which is that uh, Jurassic World uh, like tycoon sim. Then Planet Coaster, Elite Dangerous, Connectimals, because that's the important one I chose to throw in, Zoo Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, the site only mentioned three, I don't know about one and two. But there's, I mean, that's a lot of games. Planet Zoo is still going. Planet Coaster was liked when it came out. Don't know about that anymore. Elite Dangerous is still constantly going with updates. Uh, Interest in Paradox Interactive, which has Crusader Kings, who Paradox is a dev for. The entire gamut of, I don't know, there's like seven of them. Uh, Empire of Sin, which is a game I'm looking forward to, but they're the publisher, not the dev. Paradox, that is. Uh, Empire Sin is that gangster. Yeah, that was the that we saw during um the PC gaming showcase. Yeah, I think so. Vampire: The Masquerade: Bloodlines 2 as a publisher, which Yep. Yeah. Surviving Mars as a publisher. Stellaris, Paradox was a dev for. City Skylines as a publisher and Pillars of Eternity as a publisher. Another And that was just me scraping the surface. There were like six others out of the last three years I could have pulled that are titles I recognized. But I figured these are just the biggest ones to call out. The interest in Funcom, which has the Conan series, including Exiles and all those ones. And then Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden, which was that uh, XCOM-esque with the pig and the duck and... I don't remember if you know that, what that one is. We talked about it in uh, Pax Extravaganza that I've come back with. But that one I don't remember. I don't blame you. <laughs> then they have interest in Shark Mob, which is a studio formed by former Ubisoft Massive and IO Interactive devs. IO Interactive responsible for Hitman series. Ubisoft Massive was uh, and was and is the studio behind The Division. So there's just another studio they have. Their, uh, Shark Mob is in Sweden. Then Fat Shark. Shark Mob, Fat Shark, you know. Gotta do what you gotta do. Shark themes. Fat Shark responsible for Warhammer, Vermin Tide 1 and 2, and the new 40k, Warhammer, 40k Darktide game. Cacao, which is responsible for Black Desert Online. That's popular. Yeah, kind of. So that's that's just like a quick list of a lot of gigantic things.
2: That, that doesn't even include, like, the movie stuff either.
1: Oh, yeah. This is just gaming semi-nerd related or tangentially included. This wasn't the let's go grab all of the ten cent properties and spend 20 more minutes going through them. Yeah. That was long enough. And not to ruin all the speculation, but this tweet showed up from Sam Dean, an LA Times tech reporter. Quote, Video game companies owned by Tencent will not be affected by this executive order. White House official confirmed to the LA Times that the executive order only blocks transactions related to WeChat, end quote. For now. For now, it seems that... We'll see what China does. It seems like gamers are safe. Yeah. I don't don't even like that I said that. (laughs) I feel dirty. It's because I am,
2: but it's just, it doesn't, you know, <laughs>
1: but
3: you hey,
2: want to hear another good one, another good executive order announced at a Whirlpool factory.
1: We're removing jets from Whirlpools.
2: No, oh. Whirlpool as in like, you know, laundry and ovens and the brand. Don't Whirlpool. they, don't they make hot tubs? Probably, I don't know. That's the jet joke I was making. Okay. Well, here's the funny thing. Uh, President announced a tariff on Canadian aluminum at the Whirlpool plant, where there's a probably a bunch of Canadian aluminum. Which, yeah, they use Canadian aluminum for manufacturing. You are no longer <laughs> allowed to use this <laughs> aluminum.
1: They're like, it's aluminium, sir, and he's like, fair enough, never mind. <laughs> uh, fun stuff. That's the only joke I'm going to have of the different pronunciations between Canada, the Europe, and the U.S. about aluminum and aluminum. Fun, 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 man. All right. Well, that's the news. That is the news. So let me tell you about some deals. Deals. You want to give your money to Tencent? Well, here's a way to do it. All right. I need you to click all three of those links while I read some other things. I'm going to hope the first one's different from last time. It should have switched over today, but I'm not positive. So let's move on. I'm going to start with some other things. If you have PlayStation Plus, the two games you are going to get for free this month are the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered and Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Fall Guys going with the uh, Rocket League approach, where it is free to PlayStation Plus subscribers for a month. So make sure you go claim that and enjoy Make sure you, when you go to jump and grab the crown, make sure you grab it. Just jumping through it doesn't mean you get it. Xbox Games with Gold for the month. Portal Knights is available from August 1st to the 31st on Xbox One. Override Mech City Brawl is available from August 16th to September 15th on Xbox One. MX Unleashed is available from August 1st to the 15th on Xbox One and 360. And Red Faction 2 is available on August 16th to the 31st on Xbox One and 360. Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, then you also have Twitch Prime, which means you can get these games for free right now. Treachery in Beatdown City, Blazing Chrome, Chroma Squad, Warsaw, Shaq-Fu Legend Reborn, and Barak-Fu. And then Matt has some fun, humble things to tell you. Can you show me the monthly page real quick? That is different than the last time we saw it. Why are there... They actually showed all of them. They're showing
2: all 12. That's what I was going to ask. They normally show all 12? No, normally we only have a preview of a couple. All right. Well, they're showing all 12. Ooh. You're showing your goods, humble? Ends uh, Hmm. September 4th. Yep. Sounds right. Wargroove. Vampire. Or vampire. Vampire, yes, the Y. V A M P Y R. Hello Neighbor. Ooh. Plus Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek. Ooh, that's the, I believe, multiplayer one. Call of Cthulhu. Oh, you can go save a town full of fish people. Little Big Workshop. Don't know that one. Uh, Genesis Alpha 1. As opposed to Omega Phase Beta 3. A Chef. Oh, hey. I'm going to get a tweet about that one. Through the Dark... Crystal. Sorry, I'm trying to read the, like really small print here. Portal? Crystal? Through the Darkest of Times. Oh, I wasn't even close. American Fugitive State of Emergency. Is that based off the movie? Uh, It kind of looks like it. Uh, the Coma 2. Vicious Sisters. We Were Here Together. No, we weren't. And a case of distrust.
1: Spooky, interesting titles. Twelve bucks to start that, I think, or less. I might be wrong. Might be ten now. But call of Cthulhu, hello neighbor. Some solid titles there, mm-hmm. for sure. Not positive on Vampire. Yeah, I don't know. I remember when it we saw it at PAX and stuff like that, but. And I've seen it on Steam constantly and stuff like that, but I haven't uh haven't dabbled in to see the reviews. Which one are you looking at? The second
2: the third one or the second one? Uh Double Fine. Second one. Double fine, twentieth anniversary. Double fine has Psychonauts two coming out. Psychonauts two. So two. You can pay a dollar or more and you will get Psychonauts. Boom! You can boom one dollar,
1: and you can already play the prequel to the new game
2: Yep, uh, Double Fine Adventure: The Complete Series, Deluxe Edition. Amnesia Fortnite 2012, Amnesia Fortnite 2014, Amnesia Fortnite 2017. No idea what these are, by the way. I I know. Uh, Look like VR was. titles, actually. I know what Amnesia was because it was a it was a horror game, but the Fortnite part I don't know. So maybe that's. It it looks like kinda of kitty, but also oh, might mind. be a horror game. Uh All right. well I have no One idea. of them looks like it supports VR. But hey, it's a dollar. Uh you can pay more than the average, which is eight seventy eight right now, and you'll also get Day of the Tentacle Remastered, Broken Age, Brutal Legend. Get yourself some Jack Black. Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin. Uh, some alliteration right there. Uh Massive Chalice Costume Quest. Iron costume Brigade. Quest is a big big lover on Halloween time. Uh stacking, hack and slash, and Space Base DF9. If you pay more than nine dollars, you will also get Wait a second. You're telling me the average yes. is eight what? Eight seventy eight. But if I just pay
1: twenty two cents more. You'll also get. I'm gonna get everything so far. That's insane.
2: Rad, rad. I have Uh, played. I enjoyed it. G N O G. What he said. One forty. I mean, it's it sounds like they misspelled
1: gong, but or nog with silent g, but. Thoth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mountain. (laughs) Yo, creative. Everything. Also, really. Escapegoat <laughs> Goat 2.
1: Now, that's a game everybody should play because the sequel, Escapegoat Goat Back from Hell, no one would have believed the twists and turns that happened to that. It was like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <clears throat> Gang Beasts. Now, if I'm being serious about like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gang Beasts was a lot of fun. Good old ragdoll physics. Press yeah. B to slam your head into somebody. Kids? Not, you can buy kids. Full
2: Throttle Remastered. Uh, Headlander. And Grim Fandango Remastered. Oh, hey, yeah. Some Grim Fandango. And this last one is just
1: in here for you. It's it's my special treat to you in terms of I don't think anybody listening gives a shit. Wow. But I just, want, <laughs> but I just wanted you to Listen, see it. there's
2: a lot of nerd crossover with this shit, okay?
1: There's not a lot of people
2: listening to the podcast, is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm buying this. That's good shit. <laughs> and that's why I put it in <laughs> here. good
2: shit. We got some Star Trek adventures. Uh, I'm not going to go through all these.
1: You don't have um, to go through all of it. If you just see something that highlights it for you, then go for it. But
2: Yeah, it's all just RPG. It's uh, a lot of role-playing. Star Trek no- novellas and, I think, RPG-like. Yeah, know, guides like, or books or yeah, like like D and D modules, maybe. Yeah, it's all just D and D stuff, basically. Which, if you are into D and D, maybe. I mean, for fifteen bucks, if you, you get all of this, it's kind of crazy. It's all there's a lot of books in there. There is a a metric dick ton,
1: and I was just like, oh, it says Star Trek, and then I started scrolling, and I was like, I don't know what any of this is. Metal, no, and by no, I mean and be interested to actually look at what it is. I was just yeah. like, Star
2: Trek equals Matt. Nate no like Star Trek Adventures, which uh, that's the D their D and D shit. Yeah, so you can become a redshirt
1: and die in the first episode of your own D D campaign. Exactly. <laughs> Have to roll a new character right away. All right, Matt. So you're on the bridge. Uh, roll a d20 for me. I just want to see what happens. Oh, you got a one. All right, your skin melts off and you die. <laughs> that's a one. Vulcan just killed you. (laughs) What do you want to do? (laughs) Do you want to reload a character or should we stop playing? (laughs) I'll roll another one. Let's, you know, give it up again. Oh, you're going to choose a yellow shirt this time. Smart. All right. Roll another D20. Two.
2: Perfect. The Vulcan misses your head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your yellow shirt too. Oh, warp core failure. Shit blows up. You're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: There's 20 different options depending on what color shirt you're wearing how you die. And no matter what you roll, as long as you hit that number, it's over. Hey, man. D&D. It's a thing. Anyway, it has been a week since we have done this, Matt. That brings us to the end of this
2: podcast, which means it's time for me to ask you. What have you been up to? Well, it's a good thing. Uh, podcast is long because I've been up to literally nothing. All right? No games. Matt's
1: back to his normal bullshit.
2: Yep. No <laughs> games. Uh, I mean, I kind of... I. I've been trying to get through, uh, you know, I watched all of Phase 1, Phase 1, uh, Marvel. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll start Phase 2. First movie in Phase 2, Thor. Dark World. The Dark World, trying to get through it. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's a rough movie to get through, um, and I'm just trying to get through it, but the Disney Plus app is like, hey, why don't you fuck off, buddy? I'm going to break on you every two seconds. Ooh. So, um, well, like I thought, I,
1: we talked about this before we recorded last week, and I was like, Dark World, man, sucks.
2: Yep, um, that's it. Haven't read anything. I've just been watching. Like I've been working a lot this week because the way my schedule works now is like one week I work a fuck ton, the next week I work very very little, and then the next week I work fuck ton, and it just rotates like yep. that. So this is my fuck ton week, and so like I get home from work, <laughs> like the idea of like walking to your house and seeing the calendar on the wall and you it's just
1: in like, big letters just fuck ton week. Yeah, every other week just. Wrote it in really yeah. like thick Sharpie out of anger,
2: <laughs> basically. Uh, so I've just been getting home and then watching, you know, the Next Generation with with the wife, and then going to bed. That's <laughs> basically been my life. So I mean, hey, it works. That's it. That's 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 my life. I'm sure yours has been more relatable to this podcast. Yes, nailed it. And that's been the podcast.
1: <laughs> uh no, it's been, you know, the the usual just kind of bouncing around doing some stuff. Big two games of the week though, Football Manager twenty twenty. Been been on the grind. On the goal for a lot. Just pushing to the end of our second season. This will be officially the furthest
2: we have made it in a save ever. Which is crazy. You play this game so fucking much and you guys are always just like, "Ah, I got to restart the save or well save because, fucking because gets we corrupted, make it, or we make it. Well, the something save... breaks or someone gets fired or like, okay, so the save got corrupted once. I got fired
1: once. But what normally happens is the game comes out uh, in like November, late either October or November, and we start playing then and we turn off the transfer window when we first start so that we were playing with the rosters that exist in real life. Mm -hmm. And then when January hits in real life is when the transfer window opens in real life. So then new rosters might happen. And then we get to the end of January and go, we kind of want to play with the new rosters. Start it up. I'll start it over again. (laughs) And then we usually can't get through two, two full seasons or more by the time the next game comes out. Mm -hmm. And then we just, you know, we're suckers and we go
2: by and we just keep going. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's Listen, I think it's a fair trade. You give them what is it, sixty dollars? Uh I usually get it cheaper than that, but yeah. All right, so you give them sixty dollars and you play the game for like a long fucking time. Like I'm assuming it's hundreds of hours or over a hundred hours, but you know, what do I know?
1: Twenty seventeen, my first one, fifty hours. Okay, fifty hours. 18 257 hours okay that's a big jump now what happened there was 17 we bought in june i think because mm-hmm. we we had been looking for like we we're like i don't know what do we want to You play? didn't know
2: the gist of the Football Manager No
1: we had just we constantly saw it on steam and then it, it i in june hit like it's giant sale where it dropped to like 20 bucks and mm-hmm. Kenny bought it and he's like i don't we have you know i've always seen it and we never knew like how good is it or anything And then he's like, I've been playing for like a week. Apparently, we can do online saves. Let's go. And then it, 50 hours that summer. And then we butted right up to the new release. And then it just... So, there's 257 hours in Football Manager 18. 19 takes 188. Mm -hmm. 20 is at
2: 232.
1: 232. Yeah. All right. There it is. Ridiculous. So, I'm about a month maybe off of hitting the 2018 peak of how much we played. It'll happen. Oh, I fully expect it to happen. It's been been a lot of fun. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't been fired again. Him and I are tied, fighting for the title. We're right there. It's been a good time. It's been enjoyable. I, you know. Not getting fired is a good key, <laughs> a good first step <laughs> to to, to, have to, as, a, to
2: have as a baseline goal. Let's to not have get, an, also having a second season.
1: Yeah, well, the second season is always good, but the it's the one thing I'm hoping they fix more next year is the firing. Not for my own sake, but even like the AI. Mm-hmm. You could have a team finish fourth, which completely would make sense in real life, and they just you'll see six fight, six managers get fired in the offseason. You're like, We don't cycle managers once a year in this sport. Like it's not that common where it's constantly happening. Yeah. But the game the game does a lot of weird things like that, or the clubs that are rich with money will buy a lot of talent and then just not play it. They'll just hoard talent. And it's like, what? no, that wouldn't happen in real life either. Those players would be pissed if they weren't playing. Mm -hmm. So there's just some weird things like that. But, you know, it's what it is. Um, Then, you know, when the players get pissed in the game, sometimes Kenny and I get them for cheap, and it's a good time. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that, that and then Ghost of Shushima. I have finally unlocked Ghost Stents. I now decapitate bosses as I see fit. It's a good move. It, the one thing I don't like about Ghost Mode is I that feel like it's
2: too short.
1: Short, sure that that doesn't bother me as much because I only pop it like to clear it. Like if I got surrounded by a bunch of people, mm-hmm. I just pop it to clear out real quick. However many I can hit. Pro tip:
2: go into duels with Ghost Dance ready. Oh, in the the any duels. Oh, just anytime you have to hey, duel, hey, you gotta duel someone. I mean, it makes they sense. Go have to ghost dance ready.
1: Right? Yeah, because and... I assume you go into ghost dance in a duel, and you just one tap them and you're done with it.
2: You don't, you don't necessarily one tap them, but I like you. You can three tap. You can get like the majority of their health gone really yeah. quick. That's a good show. I didn't even think about that.
1: Uh, the other part of it is it it feels like you walk as slow as when you're in listening mode, which I think is weird. Mm-hmm. For the idea that you're you're in ghost mode and people are, the enemies terrify, which means they start like backing up from you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But you're in the mode where
2: you're supposed to be slaughtering, and they're backing up. But you're not at a closing speed. That's my that's my too short thing. Like, it, you either need to move faster, and then like I don't need the to sprint. Thing, I just need to move as fast as I normally would holding forward in the game. Yeah. Like the other thing that irritates me is you two swipe every person. And like I've only one swiped really because like when I did it like I would hit the button once and he would always hit once and then hit the person again. Oh,
1: I think I've maybe he's two swiped and I haven't noticed it, but I'm pretty sure I've just one turn one turn one turn like like you were doing in a standoff.
2: Yeah, mine's always two swipes on every person and you end up killing three people.
1: I've killed more than three people, so... Yeah,
2: so I don't know. Maybe I'm just not doing it. Maybe I wasn't doing it right. I don't know. Like, when I I popped it...
1: Uh, when I came out of that tower that I sent you, where I had a murder tower, mm-hmm. I probably piled 15 bodies into a tower. Don't come up ladders to a samurai. What are you... You're wasting my time. <laughs> Idiots. Stupid AI. <laughs> Who walks up a ladder at a samurai <laughs> with a sword. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I love game AI, game AI when you can just... Mini- you know, people want to rat, rat on Mafia 3 for the same problem, where you just stand on a corner cover, and everybody just runs around the corner, and you hit them with a shotgun, and then you just, just, the, AI just keep, the AI keep running at you, but they don't see the body of all their dead friends that they would have to climb over to get through the door to begin with, and I'm just like, hey, and another one. <laughs> same thing just happened in, in Ghost, where I was just like, I'm going to pile bodies in this tower. But the I came down, and the rest of the place like converged that I somehow hadn't alerted yet. Mm-hmm. And I popped it, and I'm pretty sure I killed four to five, and then it disappeared. I don't, I don't know if it's a timer thing or if it's an actual body count thing. I don't, I don't know because maybe, maybe it is only three, and I'm not paying attention, and three is your, your body count because you can one-hit anything.
2: Yeah, that was what, like, I ch- kept trying to experiment with it. And I and guess it, when I
1: say one hit, I mean you you hit them and they die. Whether
2: it's two swipes or not, I w- I've only had to press once and mm-hmm. they die. I've never had to yeah. press twice. That was, that's what, for me when experimenting with it, and I could have been doing something wrong, but what was happening was it is one button press kills one person. Right. But I only ever was able to kill three per- three people in a stance, and then it would dissipate. And every time it killed someone, it was always two swipes, which was like watching it was like the most frustrating thing ever because he would swipe once, the person would die, but he still would do the second swipe. And I'm like, oh, this animation's pissing me off because it's like it's it the, seems wasteful to my eyes. You know, yeah, the first time you use it mm-hmm. when you get granted
1: it, and apparently. Jin loses the idea of a samurai, which Mm -hmm. he lost five minutes into the game. Yeah. Which is also just hysterical to me. Mm -hmm. But kind of goes in line with the idea of... Because he still tries to keep to himself, at least the way it's written. And, you know, whatever the ending is. uh, He tries to do the justification of, like, I'm only going to do this for now until this invasion's over, and then I go back to being an honorable samurai and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it sticks to... The part of it that sticks with me is the idea that, you know, certain ways need to always adapt to overcome new things. Like, the same tried and true methods that have gotten you so far will only get you so far. Yeah. Uh, but when he does that and he just straight up decapitates somebody and then it's almost like hitting Spartan Rage and got a War, where it's just like, who cares? Murder everybody and I'm killing it. The, every last one of them I can see and he decapitates the head and then you step forward and he was just like slice to that guy slice to that guy I think I killed it might have been three and but it was all just one slices and then I was off mm-hmm. into the races one hit murdering everybody out of the town <laughs> yeah but I don't know I, I'll have to when I do it again I'll have to watch if it's Three people, and if it's two swipes, just for our own discussion.
2: Yeah. But that for
1: sure. That has been the podcast. This has been the podcast for August 7th of Gamers 2. It was recorded live in front of a studio audience. (laughs) Hint studio is empty. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.